Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back, baseball family, to this Thursday Night Live broadcast. <laughs> Brad, do you want to know what was happening in the background of our dance party here? Yeah, I'm curious what happened. So just off screen to my right is my projector. Okay. Uh, this is when, when I watch games and play video games or whatever. Like I do it on this projector right here up against the, the blank wall. And the cable is coming, it's jutting out from the back of the machine just far enough that when I was flailing for my seated dance move, I grabbed the cable and I pulled the projector and it began It began to slide <laughs> toward its fatal death on the ground or whatever. So anyway, I Did it hit it. the ground? Oh, you caught no. it. Good. Yes. <laughs> That's why That's I was like, That's an expensive ah! dance move break. It was about to be real bad, okay? Anyway, baseball family, thanks for joining us, and we appreciate all of your uh, patience with us there while Brad continues to win dance parties. Um, <laughs> whew, I got to catch my breath. The Tampa Bay Rays have announced that they are going to build a new stadium. It's finally happened. It's been about time. We're all very excited. It's a $1.2 billion experiment that they're going to do and we call it an experiment because it's supposed to be in downtown st petersburg is what Sorry, they're real saying quick, it's 1.3 billion i oh. that's that's the updated okay estimated cost but still you're this right though, with change. that big fat question mark there at the end this is going to change the the estimated value and cost to build and the bond and whatever this stuff yeah. changes all the time so I'm not surprised it's moved from 1.2 to 1.3. But where downtown St. Petersburg are they going to put it? And why is it not going to be in Tampa? And what are how are we going to deal with the bridge? And I have so many questions. Right. That's the big thing, right? Is that like right now they're all oh well we don't get we don't get fans because we're in St. Petersburg. And everybody's like, oh yeah, super duh. It's so hard to get over there with all the right. traffic. Right. So yeah. move to move to Tampa, move to Tampa. That's that's the solution to the problem. Right. No, we're going to stay right in downtown St. Pete because it's not the location change that people want. It is a new stadium because the trop is not a nice place. And it's not right. That's true. Like that's true. We've seen so many fly balls lost in the lights for whatever reason. Hitting the Julio hit the catwalk last week. 
or two weeks ago, whenever it was amazing. the Mariners played there. It was amazing. And the renderings so far will remedy that problem. And it looks like it will be incredibly well lit as well. Which is there will not be any losing any no losing fly balls in the roof anymore and no hitting catwalks any of that but that does not remedy the problem of accessibility it doesn't that's the real problem here is getting to the ballpark has been a huge issue because it's in st pete if they're gonna stay in st pete because (laughs) if they think they're gonna solve their attendance problems just because of the trop being whatever all the things the trop is that's not like you said, that that doesn't cut the mustard here. That doesn't make any no, sense. It doesn't. So the real question is now, like, baseball family, what do you think? Will a new stadium in downtown St. Petersburg help the Tampa Bay Rays with attendance? We want to know I what you think. No. I don't think it will either. I think it's going to be the mm-hmm. same problem, different day. Yep. Better ballpark, wasted opportunity. Let's move on. Yep. The curious case of Alec Manoa. <laughs> it is too. It is so bizarre. This whole thing from like back from the very beginning of him getting demoted all the way down to the complex league. Like yeah. that move in and of itself was baffling. Absolutely bizarre. I don't know why they sent him to the Florida complex league instead of down the street to Buffalo. Exactly. So let's recap the curious case of Alec Manoa. First, demoted to the Florida Complex League June 6th. That did not go super well. Then he was promoted to Double A July 1st. Promoted back to the big leagues July 15th. Then he was optioned to AAA Buffalo August 11th. He never reported. Players have 72 hours to report when they're optioned. He did not. Today, it was reported that if he, that he received several injections in his throwing arm, oh boy, to reduce inflammation, doctors say they have not found any structural muscle damage or ligament tears. Okay. If Alec Manoa can prove there's an injury, he can file a grievance, and that will allow him to receive service time. He did not accrue during this year because he was demoted instead of being put on the injured list. This whole thing is bad business. I think, I don't know who is hosing whom. Whom? Whom. Yeah, whom. Yeah, because, wait, was there a preposition there? Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is... There's certainly a verb. Maybe a gerund. Anyway. Hosing. There it is, gerund. Anyway, the point... culpable here <laughs> on both sides is is this who's who's being shady brad that's this I'm- is this is the thing is that we we don't have all the information here like back in what was it back in june when he was first demoted when he was first sent down to the complex league yeah if he didn't say i think there's a problem with my elbow or my shoulder right. or something then how is the team to know you know, exactly. we don't know if he was complaining about discomfort in his elbow that may that, you know, like Scherzer says, he had a dead arm. I've heard guys describe um, an elbow that needs Tommy John as a soupy arm. You know, soupy. he didn't we haven't heard anything about any of this. And I don't know if that's just because we're not in the Toronto area and uh, and we're not getting 
inside information like that. But at the same time, though, I've been following this pretty closely because this is a pretty crazy thing that's gone on with Alec Manoa this year because yeah. he was a, a finalist for the Cy Young last year, was supposed to have an outstanding year this year, and just did not. Flat out had a bad year. And yeah. if it turns out that he had an injury that he was playing through this entire time, like Sandy Alcantara, right? Yep. That there's there's an issue there, right? Then he has a grievance with the Blue Jays. But and I can see if why he's knew. like if they knew, right. If, but if he right. never said anything, then nobody's nobody's to know. But this is the big thing with him is that um there's a thing called a super two. Okay. Which is guys who have two years of service time and are in the top twenty two percent of players as far right. I think it's as far as war goes they qualify for arbitration instead of needing a third year of service time. Right. So he was well on his way to being a super two and getting arbitration at the end of this year, instead of having to wait until the end of next year. But, but Brig, not only did he have a terrible year, but if he, from what I understand with what I read, if he, by not reporting to triple a Buffalo, he doesn't get service time this year. Any that he had accrued. So, then next year he would be getting his second year of service time, but he's not on his way to being a super two anymore. So no. he's got to wait two more years until he can get reach arbitration. And which that's is the why it's really crazy about this whole thing. Which is why my question is who the heck is at fault here? Are the Blue Jays operating in bad faith because they knew about the injury and let it ride and just bounced him around or is uh is Alec Manoa and the in his camp are they culpable in this situation for not having informed the club that something was wrong? I think that's the only two ways we can split it, isn't it? I think Unless- I think if he had been injured, I think he would have said something early, been like, oh, something's going on, that's why I'm not pitching well. Right? Because that's a way better solution than getting sent down to the complex league to work totally. out whatever mechanical issues you have. And he went, he pitched, he pitched in complex league games he pitched i think he pitched in a double a game and then he came up and he was up for like a month and i think he had five starts something like that four or five starts he's pitched since he went down to the complex he's pitched in the big league since then right but i think that with this with all these struggles if there was something wrong i think he would have come out and said it because it gives him a chance to a get his mind right get his body right and like i said well on his way to being a super two he needs to not be out there stinking it up because then he's robbing himself of money. So I think honestly it's on him. And I think now his agent is like, look, there's a way we can try to fix this. We need to take this route. Right. Yeah. Like, cause it's in the agent's best interest to get him paid as much as possible too. hundred percent. And it's his job to take care of his client. So I don't want to say it's nefarious or shenanigans, but, I think they're trying to find a way to get him some of his service time. So the writer side of me is like, oh, you know what's going on? And I've built this (laughs) incredibly complex (laughs) list of possibilities and, you know, ill intent and basically service time manipulation without. (laughs) without Yeah. Or in Manoa's camp, it being like, well, we got him out of that jam, but that caused this other problem. And now we got to, deal with that and here we are (laughs) (laughs) one problem begets another yeah yeah yeah. kind of like a kind of like one of the uh 
the hangover movies, right? Where it just yeah. gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> anyway, so, so let's take, let's going to move on. Let's take a quick look at how things are stacking up in the playoff race because it's banana pancakes and it's going to be all the way down to the wire. And that's what we're digging that this, this season, but I'm so, so we're going to go in, we're going to go into more depth on the Tuesday morning show. Just, just a quick look right now. So how things look going into Thursday. So there are, depending on your team, nine or 10 games left. The Orioles went up on the race two and a half games in the AL East. Their magic number fell to eight. The Twins are up on Cleveland's baseball club by nine games in the AL Central. Their magic number is now one, and you know it's almost 9.15 p.m. Eastern time the on Thursday. Astros are up on the Rangers and the Mariners only by a half a game. Still the most exciting situation in baseball right now. Brad so is probably losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Mariners were off today. And so I was like, okay, I have like 36 hours to breathe. Yeah. Right. And then it's like paper bag the rest of the way because today was the Mariners' last off day of the regular season. They don't have any more off days. No more off days. It's three, six, or it's a three series of. It's a three-game series, three-game series, and a four-game series to end the season against the Rangers. And they and play the, the Rangers and Astros is all. They play Rangers in Arlington, <laughs> Houston, I think, in Seattle, and then yeah. the Rangers again in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, well, my gosh, Brig. Let's hope this helps. And I'm going to hoist yes! the Trident the whole way. Yes! yes! Let's hope that helps. Yes, it, it better. <laughs> it's gonna baseball it fan, for to. those of you listening and not watching. Um, Briggs sent me something. It got to my house yesterday or t- Tuesday, Tuesday, and it's been sitting in the corner of my room in a package. Um, I was not allowed to touch it or open it, and my wife just brought it in. It is a trident, and I will hoist it victoriously for every single Mariners home run the rest of the way. And I'm really hoping that this thing like is the mojo that sends them yeah. to the playoffs. I'm going to put it right here in the background. Let's see if there it stands go. up right there. Okay. Hope I it doesn't fall. I just figured, fall. like, if you were going to be holding the position, you might as well be holding the trident. That's right. Yeah, I'll be, I will be holding the position the rest of the season with the trident ready to be hoisted. <laughs> Tell them about the trident, Brad. Why? <laughs> Some people So everybody everybody has their home run celebration these days, right? It all started, actually, I believe the team that started the whole thing was the University of Miami football team with the turnover chain. Right. Or right. that was and, it the pie in the face all the way back? Well, there's the pie in the face after the game, right? That they did forever. But I think, yeah. but in game celebrations, you know, as far That's as right. like a prop, I yeah, think prop. got to be, you know, started with Miami and the turnover chain. But then it came to baseball. Um, I know the Blue Jays had the jacket, right? Yep. And yeah. actually, San Diego, they had the home run chain as well, which has gotten to be a really big thing in the home run derby chain and all that. Yep. And the Mariners home run celebration starting this year. Actually, this even goes back even farther, Brig, because they have what's called the Swellment, which is a Darth Vader helmet that yeah. somebody had painted to be Mariners colors. And they would put that on after a sweep. So <laughs> earlier this season, they dug the Swellment out of the closet and then they would have this new Trident and they would put on the Swellment with the Trident. But now they just do the Trident and. I'm yeah. very excited, Brick. Thank it's you. It's awesome, man. It's <laughs> outstanding. So happy. <laughs> so cool. 
All right, the Brewers are up on the Cubs by seven games in the NL Central. Their magic number is four. The Braves have clinched the NL East. Dodgers have clinched the NL West. The wild card in the American League, the Rays sit at the top by eight and a half games. In the event that the Rays surpass the Orioles, that name will simply swap. That's the only thing that will change. The Orioles right. will then be the number one seed wild card. But as it stands, the Rays sit atop that. By eight and a half games. Next in line is the Blue Jays. They're a game above the zero mark held by a tie between the Rangers and the Mariners. Could you imagine being the Rays and sitting eight games up on the next best wildcard team and having to play in that wildcard series instead of getting a bye? No. Win the uh, division, friends. Yeah, win your division. That's, that's what you have to do. You got to win the division. Yep. So, Brad, why don't you tell us about this? Because this is your guy, and he is awesome. Okay, let's bring in the uh, bring in the Trident first. Okay, <laughs> so with Trident in hand, Julio Rodriguez is, is only the third player ever, age 22 or younger, with 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and 100 RBIs in a season. Third ever. The other two... Ronald Acuna Jr. did it in 2019, and believe it or not, A-Rod did it with the Mariners yep. in 1998. Put that in your trident and skewer it. How about that? So it's amazing. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I was actually watching that game yesterday, and that ball kind of snuck over uh, the right field wall. The, I, I read an article today that called it a, a blast. I was like, that was not a blast. That ball snuck over the wall. Yeah. Aaron Goldschmidt said it, it disappeared. It disappeared over the wall. <laughs> there exactly you go. <laughs> That's was exactly pretty, what happened. Pretty sneaky. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty sneaky. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if it was going to go, but because it was like the higher part of the wall in right field, you know? Yeah, uh, in yeah. Oakland. But anyway, but it's interesting, though, following this wild card race, because this is really it. The Yankees are eight games back. They haven't officially been eliminated yet, and they're keeping their hopes alive tonight by hopefully beating the Blue Jays. Yeah, I we hope they beat the Blue fan. Jays. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so they beat the, the Blue Jays for a bunch of reasons. I want well, I'm sure you do. beat the Blue Jays, but I, I want the Mariners in the wild card spot for sure. Yeah, because one of those four teams, I mean, the Rays are obviously going to be in because they've already clinched. But then it's the be. Blue Jays, Mariners, and Ra Rangers. One of those teams is going to be out, which is yeah. crazy because they're only separated by potentially half a game after tonight. But I would just die if the Mariners overtook the Rangers and the Astros and won the division. Like, Dude. And I'm not even a Mariners fan all the way. Right? <laughs> like, I would just die. I can't imagine how you would be feeling. <laughs> I probably would. You brought actually like I died. said, like I said, Brig, I'm gonna have a paper bag firmly in hand and the trident in the other this entire week. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'll do it with you. That'd be great. Excellent. All right, the National League wild card situation. The Phillies stand atop the wild card race by four games. The D-backs have kind of put themselves in a great spot. They're up a game and a uh, yeah, a game and a half. The Cubs are at the zero line. So that would be the three teams if the playoffs ended today that would be in the wild card. But the Marlins are only behind by a half a game. The Reds are back one game. Giants three games back. Now look at this. For, okay, so that's nuts anyway, right? Like It is. And the thing nuts. that's crazy is I'm actually a little bit surprised the, the Cubs are still there because they mm -hmm. kind of had somewhat of a free fall, free fall this week. 
They did. And it was not good because they've they've almost completely fallen out of the division race this last year. Yeah, remember when I Brewers said were, I thought they'd catch the Brewers? I yeah, we wrong. both did. Yeah. Well, we were – I mean, who would have thought that a team who was pretty level all season would just be like, nope. And then the Brewers right. just kept winning. They so now they're like thing. seven games back with ten to go. So it's yeah, no. it's pretty much over there. So look at this. The Padres are still only four and a half games back. That makes no sense. First it's of all. crazy. Let that settle in. Because because how many of us have given up on gave up on their season in like late July? Right. Right. <laughs> Probably late <laughs> like, July. It was like, done. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now the way Juan Soto looks at the plate, though, things are starting to change, and that's a pretty good signpost of what's what's occurring. Anyway, they've won seven in a row. They're eight and two in their last ten. What if, <laughs> Brad, what if they go on a tear the last ten games of the season and make up the difference all the way and end up in a wild card spot? That I might die. <laughs> 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 I don't think it'll happen. I'm not holding my breath, but the world might literally explode. <laughs> Look out. So they are officially 14 and eight since Manny Machado was arrested for uh cooler slaughter in the dugout. <laughs> no charges arrested. were filed, by the way. No charges were filed. Everything was fine, but he did murder a cooler in the yeah. dugout and that's the best 22 game stretch they've had all season. So, you know, maybe there is something to be said for pitching a little bit of a tantrum in the dugout and getting everybody else fired up or a feared, you know, whatever could be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So to clinch a wild card spot in the American league, the rays have clinched the blue Jays need six to clinch Rangers and Mariners magic numbers for a clinch in the wild card is seven. In the National League, Phillies magic number six, D-backs eight, Cubs ten. That's how it sits right now. And before we move on, baseball family, we always, like you know, we want to know what you think about all the things that we talk about. We ask you to jump in the comments and let us know. We ask you to uh, jump in the mailbag and let us know. Well, But now we've got an even better way for you to interact with us. You, we've partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make real money participating in polls and trivia and predictions. So if you're on the winning side of a poll or if you get a trivia question right, not just our trivia questions, but any of them, you can play on anybody's polls, then you have the chance to earn real money, win real money. Play free, that's always a great thing, or you can buy ticket bundles and play against other listeners and other versus game users. So head over to btpod dot on versus dot com on your mobile browser and sign up to play our polls and trivia games that's btpod.onverses.com sign up and play versus game with us today it's great it really is it is and we just had one end recently brig it was yeah. is it okay to leave a game early based yeah. uh during a blowout if your team is getting blown out and that right. was based on your experience at Yankee Stadium. What was that, like a month ago, month and a half yeah. ago? -ish, it was, it was like almost exactly a month ago. Yeah, day, so um, that one ended with the consensus that everybody, I believe, said, um, got to stick it out. Yeah. That yeah. Was what, the... what did you do? Well, we stayed the whole time. Of course. Yeah. Got to stay the whole yeah, time. 
we stuck it out for sure. Yeah. It was hard because <laughs> you can only take so much jeering from your dad, who's a Red Sox fan. <laughs> and I'm sure there was Yankee quite a bit Stadium. of it, too. <laughs> what I know about it's, you, dad. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a good sport, but it goes from ha to <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like it's still yeah. there it's just softer yeah, yeah i get that yeah <laughs> which is awesome yeah exactly right before we move on one more thing don't forget about patreon baseball family this is the easiest and most direct way for you to support the show head over to patreon.com search baseball together or hit the link down in the description there are five tiers of support i went and looked at it today and added something to the 500 tier um and they actually all have names it's uh, rookie, starter, all-star, Hall of Famer, and legend are the five tiers. Go check them out. See what each entails. Everybody gets the bullpen cut and a sticker. But there's other stuff on top of that with each tier. And uh, you can go look at that and see what you think about everything. So, All right. Anywho. Let's get into the national TV broadcasts for the weekend. Friday pretty slim. night. It's pretty slim. Friday night, Apple TV Plus brings you the Mets at the Phillies, 7.05 p.m. Eastern. The Mets are 71 and 81, which is an astonishingly high number of wins. The it Phillies is. Are... I was I had that exact same thought when I saw they'd won 71 games. Like you would think that they'd only won 50 with the way people talk about them. It's true. That that really did take me by surprise. Yeah. They are going to play the Phillies 83 and 69. Terrible like terribly interesting situation in Philadelphia right now with the playoffs. Don't forget to watch that one. Uh, and then at 10:10 Eastern Apple TV Plus Friday night Giants, who are at even 500 at 76 games either way, playing the Dodgers, 93-58. Incredible. The There will be no national tele, nationally televised baseball on Saturday. Sunday, there is no Peacock wake-up in baseball. But I guess you'll get Giants and Dodgers again, 7-10 p.m. Eastern Time Sunday on ESPN. That is it. Unless you got MLB it. TV and you get a free free game of the day. If you don't, there's ways to do that. Right. But that's it. Yep. All right. I'm going to tell them about New Era and then we'll do our picks. Oh, please do. So if you've listened to the show at all, you know we love hats. Our favorite hats are made by New Era. From spring training through the postseason, <laughs> the Bush Leagues to the Bigs, New Era Cap is the official headwear of Major League Baseball. One of our favorite episodes every year is ranking the newest minor league Copa caps. Now you have the ability. Now we have the ability to bring you 15% off every new era cap you buy. Go to neweracap.com slash baseball together and use code baseball together, one word at checkout. Again, use code baseball together with no spaces at neweracap.com slash baseball together for 15% off your order. Some exclusions apply. Jump down in the comments and let you let us know what your next new era cap will be. Um, I uh, realized today it's I think it's been a little bit since I wore this one, and uh, it's one of my faves. My yeah. uh, Rocket City Trash Panda is part of the reason is because like the shape is it's perfect, flawless. It is absolutely flawless. Hey, uh, I got to make an announcement on the backs of that new era. Also does more than just caps. They have T-shirts and hoodies and shorts and all kinds of stuff like that. And I tried it today, and the discount code should work on things besides just caps. Beautiful. I love it. So go check it out. All right, series to watch this weekend. Brad and I, 
Brad and I are going to watch the same games this weekend, so we're not going to split them up. We will be watching the Mariners in Texas playing the Rangers because Super Duh, we explained that already. We will be watching the Blue Jays play the Rays because Super Duh, if you're paying attention, you'll know that's really important. And it's um, interesting, has... like the Rays are still chasing the Orioles, so they're, they're not resting anybody. No. So they're no, trying to win the games. the Blue Jays don't need to do anything. That They're just in the wild card situation, right? They haven't clinched yet, though. Like they're only after – if they lose to the Yankees You're tonight, right. they'll only be up a half a game on the Mariners and Rangers. So. You're right. I, I just – They got to win, too. got it mixed up with the Rays. They got to win. Uh, okay, and the D-backs will be playing the Yankees. That'll be really interesting um, for a lot the of The D-backs are in the hunt in the, in the wild card in the that's, NL, so they've got to win right. games too. Like, they yeah, have to win games to stay in because they've got a bunch yeah. of teams on their tail. So It's pretty think, exciting. The D-backs, what they're doing is pretty exciting. I don't know if they have what it takes to go the distance, but it's pretty fun to watch them. That's for sure. It is a lot of fun to watch. They have a lot of fun guys on that team. All right, All Brad, right. hit us with BT bets. Okay, last week... I went two and one. Very excited about that. That got me back up to 533 and 33 on the season. Hoping to end this season above 500 uh, financially. I was way above 500, but we'll see with my record how that <laughs> yeah, goes. You are. Above 500. Um, <laughs> okay, Friday. I'm going to take the Twins run line over the Angels. The Twins are playing for a divi- clinching the division Friday night. Okay. Yep. So I think they get it. They went, they go run line. They get. They take care of business Friday night. Saturday, mm-hmm. however, is what we're going to call the hangover game. Oh. They will have celebrated after <laughs> clinching the division Friday night. And Saturday, take the Angels' money line over the Twins because the Twins will not win on Saturday after celebrating Friday night and probably resting a few of their starters as well. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, take the <laughs> – this is the probably the oddest pick I've made all season. Take the Tigers' run line over the A's. <laughs> that's a pretty safe that's pretty safe though not really the the a's been playing all right lately they've this that's is true the a's is they are the gotta be the youngest team in the league but they've got some talent on that team that well that and the reds probably the reds are super young yeah 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 but eduardo anyway. uh what is it? eduardo rodriguez for the tigers though is pitching so take the oh, run yeah. line there with the yeah. tigers over the a's i like that so I went one and two last week. Record is 27 and 37. Friday, there's a parlay alert. Okay. I've never done a parlay. So as I learned, well, uh, that, you did the you did the double header a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's that, right. So. Yes, I did. This is my yeah. second parlay then. See, I don't even know. My second parlay, I'm taking the Braves money line over the Nats. Should be a super duh, which is why I doubled this up with a parlay. Take the Rays money line over the Jays on Friday. So the parlay is Braves money line over the Nationals, the Rays money line over the Blue Jays. Okay? Yeah, if you're doing a parlay, just hit that money line because yeah. the other one will will boost your odds there. So you don't need to get fancy with the run line with the Braves over the Nats. <laughs> no. Saturday, take the Red Sox on the run line over the White Sox, and then Sunday, uh, Giants money line over the Dodgers. I'm taking an upset on Sunday. You like the primetime upset? I do. Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. Yeah. Okay, Blackjack Brad's Black Flag pick of the week. I believe I'm four and seven. Super cold streak lately. Matt Olson, I think, homered Saturday and Sunday last week. I said he'd homer on Friday. So it is what it is. Yeah, um, safe, though. 
But this week, Brig, I'm going to go off the radar just a little bit. I've got okay. Bobby Witt Jr. going yard on Saturday. Oh, that's the one off of JP, probably off of JP France. But okay. any to any time on Saturday, it doesn't have to be off JP France. It doesn't have to be the first homer of the game. But Bobby Witt Jr. is going to get in a groove and he's going to go yard on Saturday against the Astros. That's awesome. That's great. So, I like that. Hopefully all right, that baseball family. Win we've got a little long here, so let me just thank you all for joining us and thank you for being a part of what we do here. We couldn't do it without you, and we are super excited about your participation, affiliation, support, listenership, audience, membership, whatever you want to call yourselves. Thank you for everything you do for us. We will see you on Tuesday in the morning. That's right. Tritons up. Thank <laughs> you.